You physically put yourself between me and him. I saw something was in his pocket. I feel like my life was in danger at that moment. Now we wait. And that's when my freaking brain just, what do you mean? Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. My name is Stephanie and today we are back with another Dun Dun Mukbang. Woo! So today we are back with a lot of different things. There's a lot going on in today's video because firstly, we will be addressing the intruder in our house. This happened maybe two weeks ago. This was a very traumatizing experience and we are finally here to tell you guys about it in hopes that maybe you guys can learn from our big, big mistakes. And on top of that, we also have some of the most highly requested vegan items from all of the fast food restaurants. This has been a highly requested video, which I'm kind of excited because I haven't had I want to say most of these. And so we've got the Impossible Burger from Burger King, the Impossible Whopper. We've got the Beyond Burger from Carl's Jr. We've got the Eggplant Tofu from Panda Express. And allegedly, I mean actually, not allegedly, <laughs> their chow mein is vegan because they don't use chicken broth or eggs or anything like that. We also have a lot of the popular vegan options from Taco Bell, the Bean Crunchwrap Supreme, some hard tacos, some soft tacos, some burritos, some cinnamon twist. We've got Chick-fil-A waffle fries. Yeah, they could do better on their vegan stuff. And we've got a Chipotle Sofritas burrito bowl. Now, before we get started, like I said, today's video is going to be full of different things. It's not going to be your normal video. And one of the main things is I'm going to show you guys a side of me that you've never seen. I'm going to show you guys my feet. <laughs> my feet. A lot of you guys have been requesting it. Some of you guys are excited. Most of you guys are unsubscribing as we speak. But I'm ready. I think my soul and heart are ready to show you my feet. And today's video is sponsored by Vessi. Now, if you guys have never heard about Vessi, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I got my first pair of Vessi shoes about a I want to say a month ago and just a quick trigger warning have you ever felt the inside of your sneakers become wet maybe you walk through a puddle then you got the puddle water into your shoe ultimate trigger warning wet socks have you ever felt the anxiety of going through airport security and your shoelaces won't come undone and your shoe won't come undone and the business traveler behind you is smacking out their laptop onto the tray looking at you like hello i've got places to go this is a business trip i'm going on and you just start getting so stressed out because everybody's waiting on you but your shoes won't come off with vessi you don't have to worry about any of that because they are the most comfortable weatherproof stylish shoe that i have ever put onto my feet they are 100 percent waterproof and weatherproof and they're stylish let's say you go hiking in the rain it's snowing it's muddy it's slushy slushies from 7-eleven are on the ground Vessi can help you out they're honestly the perfect travel shoe because you take them to the airport you're wearing them you slip them on and off like a sock it's like one of those cool you don't even have to tie the laces super lightweight shoe and then once you get to your destination you don't have to worry about the weather because your socks will never get wet and I was kind of worried because weatherproof makes it sound like it's indestructible so I was like, okay, I feel like I'm gonna have sweaty feet, but it's not because they use a material called Dymatex, which means that during different temperatures, they adjust to your feet. So in the winter, it'll trap the heat, but in summer, it releases the heat and makes the material super breathable so that you're not sweating. And the best part of all of this is, I know that these days, a lot of us are a lot more conscious about things like this, and Vessi is 100% vegan, like this meal. And I'm gonna even give you guys, <laughs> I act like I'm giving and they even gave you guys $25 off of your order. So make sure to check that link because like I said, wet socks. End of story. Mic drop. I'm out. Thank you, Bessie, for sponsoring today's video. And let's get into the food. I feel like I've only had like the Whopper and probably the burrito bowl and then everything else I haven't had. You have chow 
mein. Oh, I've had chow mein and the waffle fries, but like the, the actual dishes, you know? Okay, I'm gonna start with the sofritas. This is my sister's favorite option. Mm. She loves the sofritas. That's really good. It tastes just like a regular burrito bowl. And then a waffle fry. Apparently at Chick-fil-A, the Polynesian sauce, the barbecue sauce, and their sriracha is vegan. Sriracha is vegan? Mm-hmm. And ketchup, most ketchup brands What's are this? vegan. That is the bean crunch wrap supreme, minus the cheese, minus the sour cream, minus the nacho cheese sauce, minus the beef. Bits. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's try it. Mmm. Mm. Wow. Not bad. Mm. Not bad. Not bad at all. This is actually really good. Mm. Okay. This is what I'm excited about. So it looks like this. It's huge. Lots of eggplants. I love eggplants, so I'm kind of surprised I didn't know about this dish earlier. Mmm. Can I have this one? Mm-hmm. The tofu tastes like the tofu that you ordered at Chinese restaurants. <laughs> like, not regular tofu. It's like the puffy tofu. Mmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me see. Not like regular tofu. You know what I mean. It tastes like tofu skin, right? <laughs> No, it's regular tofu? Mm. I feel like they just fried it outside. Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong, though. That is so embarrassing. <laughs> it's pretty good. Today's video, I'm kind of nervous to talk about. It's pretty good. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm gonna try this, and then we're gonna get into it. Good. Tastes grilled. This tastes like a real meat. But it tastes good. Are they different buns? They're different brands. One's Burger King and one's Carl's Jr. Today's story, I'm just gonna jump in because it's gonna get really intense and I just wanna put a quick disclaimer. I think that all of us could have done better in this situation. I have been blaming myself every step of the way that this has happened and I know where we messed up and I can positively say that I can sit here and tell this story now because we have recovered emotionally, but also the house has recovered. We've done a lot to fix up the house. This all happened, um, I wanna say two weeks ago, right? And it all starts with the refrigerator. <laughs> the f***ing refrigerator. I don't know. What? <laughs> I'm very upset with myself. I dropped over the Burger King fries. <laughs> and in the commotion of things, I stopped my camera to clean up and then I never restarted it and I acted like it was started. So this all started maybe I wanna say two weeks ago with the refrigerator. The refrigerator had broken down randomly like during the day, it would just open on itself and originally I was thinking, oh my God, this place is haunted, there's ghosts. And then come to find out there was like a bottom part of the fridge that had jammed and so it kept pushing the door open. I told my fiance, I said, hey babe, do you mind calling the refrigerator company and see if they can send someone out? They said, okay, we're gonna send someone out next week. 
Wednesday. Now, this is all very, very crucial to everything going on. Next Wednesday. Well, my fiance tells me next Wednesday. I take a mental note next Wednesday. And we tell Justin and we say, hey, if you guys don't know, Justin, our friend from New York, moved to Los Angeles recently and he's been living with us. And we just let him know, like, very casually, yeah, someone's going to come out to check the fridge. If it opens, just close it, you know? And so he's like, oh, okay, that sounds good. And so a couple days pass. It was definitely not the next week yet. And it was maybe, like, I want to say one or two days after this conversation had taken place and we get a knock on the door now i'm gonna go back into the whole security detail of it because we have all the security footage and we've watched it and analyzed it and, and it gets even creepier but i'm gonna tell you from the perspective of what we saw as it went down and then go back in with the footage to like fill in the other details so i'm gonna walk you like chronologically through my brain we get a knock on the door around 5 p.m which at that time it wasn't dark it was kind of like sun setting it wasn't like the brightest sunshine have a tan out by the pool type of vibe but it wasn't pitch black which normally i think that people are a lot more alert when their doorbell rings when it's nighttime right yeah but it was like dusk so it was setting it's still really bright though yeah it was still very bright and yeah. it wasn't like a creepy time in the night the doorbell rings and i happened to be in a different room and justin happened to be near the door at the time now this is also very pertinent to the story is that justin isn't as familiar with our dogs and also he's not our dog's owner which i'm sure i would feel the same way in, with other people's dogs is that you can't really like sit because <laughs> like if i open the door to get something like a delivery you know and mango's there i say mango sit and she'll sit and she won't try to come out the, the door so justin decides to open the door and he says hi how can i help you and the dogs were going crazy this i think adds to the chaos of justin's brain right that was happening at the moment and so the dogs are like trying to get through his legs get outside are trying to jump out to see who's out there go claim their territory so he says hi how can i help you and there's a man at the front door which i didn't know at the time and he said i'm here for plumbing issues mm -hmm. and so i guess justin in his mind he had correlated that oh plumbing i guess like there is a water or something that goes to the fridge and so he goes oh are you here for the fridge and the guy goes yeah the fridge and then he goes oh okay come in and so at this point the man starts walking through our house and that's kind of when i see him yeah. and immediately i'm well, like we're both in the yeah. living room at this point yeah at this point we're both in the living room and we see him and i'm like huh, what's happening right now, right? And Justin goes, oh, it's he's for the fridge. And my fiance gets up and he goes, I thought you guys were coming next Wednesday. And then he was like, yeah, well, things got mixed up. But mind you, everything he's saying is in such a low, calm, not high-pitched, not a normal tone. It's not a, oh, yeah, sorry for the, you know, confusion. It, it got mixed up and they sent me out today. It wasn't normal. It was just like, well, things got mixed up. The first thing I noticed is his outfit. Yes, and to his outfit, right? His outfit immediately, I think we both noticed. I've never even seen anyone in plumbing that wears outfits like this when they come for calls. He was wearing blue jeans. He was wearing this like red hoodie that was like halfway zipped up and it was bright red. It was like this color red. Yeah. It wasn't even like a burgundy red. And it was it just, not a uniform. He so. didn't have a tool bag. He didn't have a clipboard or any sort of papers. And now, mind you, if it had been one of us that had opened the door, because I'm also paranoid, and I think most people should do this, if you guys, you know, are living alone, do this, please, is that if it were me that would have opened the door, I wouldn't have opened it before I asked, what are you here for? And then he would have said, I work for this company, blah, blah, blah. And then I'd say, well, you weren't supposed to come today, so let me make a call. 
yeah. because no one should show up to your house yeah. without notice, you know, especially yeah. for a company because like things like this don't make sense. If it was like SoCal gas, I kind of understand, but probably would never let them in the house. Yeah. And he's walking and no papers, no tool bag. And the way that I kind of felt his walk-in was, which may be different from everyone, because I feel like we all had different red alarms go off at different stages, right? Mm -hmm. I think mine went off immediately, like first out of everyone here. And so my alarms are going off because firstly, he's wearing not a uniform, has no tool bag, no papers, and he's walking in pretty confidently, which I just felt like was a little bit off from what I've normally experienced, which like if we have a washer problem, we have someone come in, they're like, oh, can I just, do you mind if I, do you want me to take my shoes? Like he already had his shoes off. It just mm -hmm. was strange. This guy he's had- a big man too. Yeah, like a big, I want to say he definitely over like 250 pounds. Yeah, but maybe 300 pounds. And I was like, this is just strange, right? So immediately I'm confused, but it's insanely chaotic at the time. So he walks over to the fridge and he opens it up just like in complete silence. Not just like, oh, is this the one that's broken? <clears throat> just silence. And my fiance keeps asking him like, Oh, um, yeah, that's the fridge. You're here for the fridge, right? Because he's like, this is just weird. My fiance is like questioning him because he's like, this is weird, you know? Yeah. And that's when I'm like, okay, if my fiance is questioning him, I'm not crazy. So I think the bad thing that happens to people that are super paranoid is that even when their fight or flight signals go off, they question it because they've been told by so many people that they're paranoid. So I'm immediate like, okay, Stephanie, you're always paranoid. Like, don't be a dramatic and go into the washing room and like call 911 like you are a dramatic ass and everyone's gonna be mad at you and so you start questioning yourself but then the minute that my fiance was like are you sure you like you're here for the fridge right i was like no that's weird my fiance would not be questioning this man if he felt comfortable and i could tell by your body language you were on the defense because you were like standing very close to him blocking me from him mm -hmm. so it was like you physically put yourself between me and him mm -hmm. which i was like okay this is not normal body language for him you know so i was like okay something's weird and so justin was doing something and the dogs were like running around and so at this point my fight or flight went off and so you know the dogs are running amok and they're barely conversating my fiance keeps asking him questions and he just is like closes the fridge door and starts looking around the minute he started looking around was the minute all of my alarms went off and i said justin do you mind putting the dogs away and so justin's looking at me like what the fuck is what's going on like that's really random and so he goes sure and so i was like just put them in that room and so he's like okay so he grabs one dog puts them in the room and he's like going back and forth trying to get the other dog because they're like running amok and immediately i'm like okay i know what i need to do and so i get up and i go straight into the bedroom and I grab our weapon. <laughs> what a cliffhanger. <laughs> I know. Quick disclaimer, if you guys watch my second channel, we're licensed, it's a licensed weapon. We take lessons, we go to the range to brush up. So mm. what happened with me is after he walks in, first thing he did was he was opening the fridge and I'm standing next to him because I'm just really confused. Like mm -hmm. this man looked really weird wearing this hoodie, has no paperwork and say he's here for the fridge. And for all we know, he opened the door and say, I'm here to fix the fridge. Yeah. That's what what I thought, right? Because we didn't so, know about the conversation about plumbing. Yeah. Because that was Justin. And yeah. he didn't tell us till after the event. Which yeah. if we had known he said he was here for plumbing, we would have immediately. Oh, that's would be a total different yeah. story. So my whole feeling was he either works for them or if he knows somebody that works for the fridge company and got some inside information and mm -hmm. just kind of show up really sketchy. 
Yeah. So my my thing was I was looking at him and I was asking him, here's the fridge. I think the bottom is jammed. He touched the 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 join part for two seconds and then he closed it, and he just kind of stood there. Looks like he's waiting. So, so that, at that point, I was yeah. in the bedroom. Where yeah. was Justin? Was Justin? Justin asking? was just yeah walking around doing his mm. own thing. And then I was asking him, so do you know the problem? And he say, yeah. And quiet. And I'm just standing there looking at him. It looks like he's thinking about something. And then I was like, "Do you know how to fix this?" And he said, "Yeah." Again, after that, quiet, just standing there. And just so everybody know, like every second that goes by that was silent, my adrenaline start kicking in. Yeah. Right, things just getting becoming more and more and more tense in the house. And then that's when I look at Justin. My feeling is I wanted to yell to someone, "Hey, can somebody call the fridge company to verify this dude works for them? Like, what is he here for?" So told as him, you guys can see, we have different response levels. This guy wants to call the fridge company. I'm in the bedroom with a gun. <laughs> and meanwhile, at this point, as Justin is taking away the dog, he starts looking around the house, like right in front of my face. And yeah. that's when I'm like, okay, this is not good. At this point, I can't leave him. I can't walk away because who knows what he's gonna do. So I'm standing there as you're in the bedroom. I'm not sure what you were doing. I was like, I hope she's doing something right now. I hope she's trying to call the cops. You know, I don't know what's going on. So everybody's kind of not sure what's happening at this point. My perspective, I was very sure. <laughs> I think this is like where my paranoia kind of helped, I guess, in a situation. Normally, I feel like paranoid is not the best. Like being alert is better than paranoid. But I think my paranoia really helped in this situation. So I told Justin to take away the dogs, specifically for multiple reasons. So immediately when I told him to take away the dogs, put them in the furthest room away from the situation at hand, right?、Mm -hmm. So he was walking back and forth. And then meanwhile, I went into the bedroom. I immediately texted Justin to come into the bedroom, and I guess maybe he didn't see it because he didn't end up coming into the bedroom. What I wanted was to clear the way. <laughs> I wanted to clear the way. So this is how I feel. I feel, especially after life experiences. I should never feel uncomfortable in my own home. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's in my home. It doesn't matter if someone let them into my home. The minute that you step into my home and make me feel uncomfortable, from now on, I'm not having it, especially、mm -hmm. a complete stranger.、Yeah. And so I grabbed the gun from the bedroom, and I had all of the security footage showing up on my phone. So I was watching them and kind of listening to them, but I was trying to be as silent as possible in case, so I could be as alert as possible. Yeah. And so I'm at the bedroom doorway, and my whole thing is I'm not going to shoot people. Like that's not the thing. But I want this person to leave, and at that moment, I did not feel like just saying "get out of the house" was going to suffice. Yeah, what were you thinking? You thought it was your gut feeling was is this person here to rob us? My gut feeling was this person should not be in our home. Period. I don't care what they're here to do. Like I wasn't even thinking about all of that. Right. I was. But just you thinking, feel like you're in danger. I no, I knew I was in danger the minute、yeah. he was like here.、Okay. Like the minute I told Justin、yeah. to put the dogs away, I was like, we are in danger. Okay. My whole thing was I just wanted to get out、uh -huh. into the hallway. And I wanted to show him. Listen, we have weapons, and I wanted to tell him, "Hey, please get out of my house."、Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all、yeah. I wanted to do. This wasn't like me trying to shoot him or hurt him. This was, "Hey, I'm starting to feel like you are doing something not good." 
I am scared it's going to escalate. Before it does, I need you to remove yourself from this home. And I felt like at that time, because I don't know if he was sizing us up or what was happening. Like this was a big dude. And me being like, get out of my house. I didn't think it was going to work. And so I grabbed the weapon and I'm trying to get out. But the thing that was killing me (laughs) was that I was watching the security cameras. And after I had grabbed the gun and got into the master bedroom and I kept trying to come out, he kept trying to grab something in his right pocket of his Mm -hmm. jeans. And I saw something was in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. I saw something was in his pocket, but I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, my fiance is in way too close range of this guy. The last thing I want to do is make this guy feel very defensive like it's about to go down so he has to do something crazy which might be grabbing my fiance or holding him in front of me or like you know like grabbing a weapon from whatever was in his pockets that was the last thing i wanted i wanted this to be as calm peaceful de-escalated less tension just get out as possible right Mm -hmm. and so i'm watching the cameras and i'm waiting and then i hear my fiance so i say this is probably i don't know this is maybe only two minutes into it but Bear in mind, it was like two minutes of silence with him just kind of fidgeting and mm-hmm. looking around, standing right in front of me. I finally, I yell, you know, babe, I, I, I yell it because I feel like this is the moment that I need somebody to do something, whether call the cops, come out with a weapon, whatever, because I feel like my life was in danger at that moment. So I yelled in your name and you say, yes, that's all you said. And I knew you were, you were aware what's mm-hmm. going on, right? Yeah. So right after that and justin was standing like behind me in the living room area as well he's i think at this point he also know going down so he's just want to be an extra body to to be there and after i yelled your name maybe a few seconds after that he shook his head and just walked past me to the exit very very slowly and very calmly and when he was in front of me walking out the door this is when I bust out the question. Who do you work for? I need to get some information. I know he doesn't work for the fridge. And the creepy part is he didn't stop. He didn't respond. He didn't even move, turn around, nothing. He just kept walking slowly. As he was walking in front of me, I turned around to Justin and I said, call the cops, like with my mouth, right? Yeah. He put on the shoes very slowly in front of our door and walked through our front yard and slowly walked away. Did you tell them the part about now we wait? Oh, yes. Oh my God, you forgot. So as he was standing there for two minutes, one of the things is I kept asking, my only question is like, so are you going to fix it? So do you know how to fix it? So what should we do? Right? I'm asking him multiple times. At first he was like, yes. Yes. And then the third time or fourth time, he say, now we wait. And that's when my freaking brain just like, what do you mean now we wait? He was standing in front of me, looking around the house and say, now we wait. What are you waiting for? And I asked him again. So what do, do you know how to do this? And he just ignored me. Okay. So I have a lot of theories and I have a lot of things and I don't know what happened, but like I went into just insane mode afterwards like immediately afterwards i guess i had the inkling i had this idea that i would probably break down and like have like this whole emotional traumatizing experience but i just went at it so i'm like you need to download the security footage right now you need to pull that up i want to see if we can get a license plate i want to see what kind of vehicle he came in blah 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 blah. we're calling the cops i have justin literally sitting at the security stand just like watching the cameras every second until everything gets fixed i'm going doing window checks i'm doing everything the first thing that i immediately felt after he left 
was, whoa, this is nothing like I've read about, which I keep up with all of like the news in LA in terms of like burglaries, home invasions, home robberies, anyone entering your home when they're not supposed to, because like I said, I have like this crazy paranoia about it. And so if they're employing like a new technique, I want to know about it. Are they trying to utilize sliding doors or windows? Are they breaking in when you're not home? Are they checking for dogs? Like I want to know the mindset and what's like like because recently in LA for the longest time there was what was called a gang of knock-knock burglars which during office hours they'll go from house to house one person dressed well with a clipboard usually asking for donations or something and they'll knock on your door if you don't answer then the rest of their crew comes and they break in and leave within like three minutes and so I know about all of these things happening but one thing that stood out to me was everything about this is nothing like what I've read Mm -hmm. in the news and just in general, not just LA based, but like nationally, are there any teams of burglars like bling ring or whatever the f you heard? You know, you're just talking about social media stalkers, right? That look at when people go on vacation. Like this was out of the ordinary. I had heard about the whole plumbing thing mm -hmm. of people pretending to be plumbers. Mm -hmm. That's actually how a lot of kids got kidnapped um, not what? too long ago. Yeah, there was this one case of a girl who got kidnapped because someone knocked on the door saying that they were with SoCal or a gas company and they snatched one of the snatched kids that ran. opened. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Or they like hid in the upstairs. There are so many stories of it, of people pretending to work for the gas company because the gas company is, they're technically legally allowed to come whenever. Really? Because they don't want a fire oh. or an explosion. So SoCal Gas can technically, they're not allowed into your home, but mm. they're going to come randomly. So they're like one of the few utility people that aren't pre-planned. Mm. you know to the depths of hell right and so i didn't know at the time that he came on the premise of plumbing i thought he really came for the fridge yeah. and so i'm like we need to call the fridge people something this is disgusting like i don't know if like something happened inside of there because nobody else knew that our fridge was broken i never vlogged it i never like instagrammed mm -hmm. it nobody did like it was just us because who cares about a fridge being broken and so i'm like this is alarming but what i realized was even more alarming is after seeing the security footage we saw that he part he drove past our house and he saw somebody was home he saw people were home because the timeline i don't want to explain too much but like the time lined up where you could you could tell people so were he home. reversed back and he reversed back so that's alarming because any sort of burglary you hear a lot of burglars and they said number one rule we don't like it when people are home yeah. why would you risk that right and so he knew people were home he calmly walks up to our front door takes off his shoes holds them and then rings the doorbell so creepy very calmly i've never seen somebody took off their shoes yeah before they ring the doorbell mm -hmm. or or maybe he ring the doorbell and then just so weird was, why did he take off his shoes because probably maybe it'll put our guard down but that's so weird i've never met somebody like took off their yeah. shoes before they even it gets even weirder and so the next thing that i noticed well obviously he's not in uniform that everyone will notice but the thing is he's wearing this bright red hoodie mm -hmm. which i find that if you are burglarizing homes and you're running through people's yards or running through the cul-de-sac or whatever you're not going to want to do it in the most noticeable bright red hoodie and it's the fact that he drove and parked Right which was alarming right yeah. in front of our house for multiple reasons the first being that it's strange because typically with burglars they work in groups especially when people are home you never hear about a home invasion typically where one person breaks in unless it's someone that they know that they're burglarizing and are specifically targeted and so at this point i'm like this doesn't seem like an organized crime situation because typically you're not the one to drive if you're the one knocking on doors so other people will pull up because they've been driving around as to not be suspicious because like neighborhoods, they'll usually call if they see a suspicious vehicle just parked. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and so they'll usually be driving around on main streets, not like neighborhood streets back and forth where neighbors get alerted. And so it's just strange that he parked the car in front of our house mm-hmm. and was driving alone. Mm-hmm. So that made me feel like, is he not working in a group? Mm-hmm. And the next thing is red hoodie, but also there was nothing. So typically when burglars come, the team of people that they come with, most of them have some sort of bag or some sort of backpack or something to carry. Because most of the time when you're talking about homes, you're not talking about gold bars. Like you're talking about loose cash, MacBooks, some electronic stuff, jewelry. And those are all pieces that you need to collect into a bag so that they're not fumbling about. Like imagine holding like a bunch of random someone's house and Mm -hmm. trying to run out at the same time it's Mm -hmm. not very easy and so i'm like he had no sort of bag on him like no sort of tool bag no backpack nothing yeah and so i'm like that is strange and now what's even like creepier is i felt like after watching the security camera he kept looking at our back Mm -hmm. the back of the house and i think one thing you'll notice is the back of our house is facing another house's back and they have cameras on the back of their house and we have cameras on the back of our house Mm-hmm. And so it's a pretty crowded surveillance area. It's not like a breezy, big ass lawn with trees. It's pretty secure. Mm-hmm. And so he kept looking at the back. He kept fumbling with something in his pocket. Yeah. And even throughout the entire interaction, we didn't notice this while it was happening, but he kept kind of reaching for it and then making sure Patting it's there. It. Yeah. Like making sure something hadn't fallen but out. then it doesn't look... Big enough to be a gun. Right. So yeah. we don't know what it is. So it's really suspicious. It's yeah. it looks like it's a it's an object of weight. I guess like my um I think my first reaction to thinking is probably some sort of taser. And mm. I think that my suspicion is the now we or wait. Or maybe like some sort of knife is my feeling. Yeah. So I think when he said now we wait, I didn't know that at the time, but I think I don't think he was referring to other people coming because there's just no way that this would have worked because at the end of the day, burglars want to get stuff for free and don't want to get caught. Mm -hmm. They don't want to put their lives in extra challenging measures. And so what I felt was I think he was trying to wait till all of us were gathered again, because if we were all gathered and he either grabbed one of us or put all of us under a weapon, Mm -hmm. then we are more likely to go along with whatever he says to do. Yeah. But he couldn't get all of us because I was in the bedroom ready to rat that. I'm just kidding. Not ready, but like alert and armed, you know? And so that was very, very strange. We just don't know if he's trying to rob us. Yeah. And so then the next possibility came up. And obviously I ran all the possibilities with the police. And then the next possibility came up, which was maybe he was drugged, um, drugged up Mm. by himself, which is very confusing for a lot of reasons. Because typically when you hear about home burglaries or home invasions, there are people that are drugged up on like things like hair and things that make you extremely adrenaline rush and he didn't have any of those characteristics he didn't look like someone who was just drugged out like i'm just gonna take everything like listen to me you fuckers you know it didn't Mm -hmm. seem anything like that he seemed actually almost sedatedly calm Mm -hmm. like no emotion it seemed like he didn't feel the adrenaline and if he did he wasn't showing it even in micro expressions on his face we watched the camera footage there was no micro expression of fear or adrenaline it was just like I'm debating something. Yeah, the whole feeling I got was he's debating about something. But it was just like, I'm Like he's thinking about it. Yeah, but it wasn't even like, oh, fuck, I gotta think, I gotta think. It was just like, what should I do? And it was very, very creepy. The creepy part is when he was leaving, I had the feeling of I'm walking behind him asking him a couple questions. I feel like if I push a little harder, Mm. he would have snapped. He would have turned around and do something crazy. 
So I was like, oh my God, just let him walk out and then just make sure that I'm safe. I just don't want to trigger him. He's way too calm. Yeah. There's like a lot of construction in neighborhoods of new houses or like houses getting torn down and new houses being built. And that's pretty common in LA, most parts of LA. And so I went around and asked most of the constructions in the vicinity, like their construction teams and crews and then the people overseeing it, the developers, like, hey, do you guys, you know, have this person that works for you guys? Because this is alarming if this is someone that works for you mm -hmm. and they're just showing up at residents houses like that's not okay you need to get new plumbers or something this man is scary and all of them are like no we have mm -hmm. no idea who that guy is so i was thinking in hopes that maybe he was off that day or he had just gotten off of work and he did drugs and then he was like oh shit, i gotta go to work because he's like confused and drugged up and he randomly comes to a house and is like i'm here for plumbing and then he's like confused and lost but he didn't look that way but i was hoping that, yeah. that maybe that was the case that someone would be no, like no oh, he knew what he was doing yeah he that's the scary part he knew he was conscious also what's very alarming is that he didn't try to do anything so i also read that a lot of the time people will come under the guise of being a plumber or something like that and you'll open the door for them they'll go into a bathroom that has a window typically and they'll close the door and like mess with the toilet a little bit mess with the sink unlock the window from the inside and say okay i don't have the tools i'm gonna go grab them and then later a team of people will crawl in through that window when you're asleep when you're asleep and that's freaking creepy as a home invasion that's that's so creepy and so that's why i'm so crazy if anyone comes into this house i do a window check immediately after and make sure every single window is locked and at night our alarms even if the window's unlocked and opened it just blares sirens it just was so strange that he didn't even try to do that there was like no attempt of like oh wait but first let me use the restroom like it just he's way too calm yeah he act like he have this All the master power. plan yeah. yeah but also i think i'm glad this happened because now everyone in this house is just as paranoid as me i guess for us the scariest part after this is we don't know what he was doing what, what was it about my first reaction was i thought he's trying to scope out the house and then they will send people you know do some crazy stuff but after we're looking at it he knows we have cameras yeah he knows his face is out there yeah. he knows we're gonna call the cops. he probably knows that we're probably already on the phone with yeah. the cops so what was his intention that's the creepiest part we don't know or what he was going to do i didn't even want to talk about this until the new security things were installed because i was like nope not even gonna risk it but like now it's like <sighs> Be careful, don't let people in. And I think the biggest thing is sometimes it's very easy to be like, don't let people in. Cause you're like, why would I let someone in? But when you have so many moving parts in a house, like most houses do, like whether it's an entire family with kids, teenagers, or you know, you live with your siblings, it's like there's so many moving parts. Any small miscommunication could result in this. Stay safe. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed today's story. If you guys have any like suggestions or if this anything remotely has happened to you that's similar, let me know. I hope you guys enjoyed today's video. Make sure to check out Vessi shoes. They're <laughs> super lightweight. If you ever got to be on the run. Because <laughs> next time y'all do something stupid and open doors for people, I'm running. I'm running with my Vessi shoes that are super lightweight and weatherproof in case it's raining outside. And I'm going to link those below. And I hope you guys enjoyed. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.